Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello, hello. It's another week and I'm so excited to share with you today. Today, I want to talk about how to accelerate your skills as a relational leader. You know, this morning I led a class of leaders on the Foundation of Leadership Coaching course. This is a course I teach weekly. As we more leaders are recognizing that they need a different way to approach employees as we move, right, to creating more psychological safety in the workplace. It's a way to have conversation. So your employees will say, you know what, I feel comfortable speaking to Joe. My boss, Jane, is very easy to talk to. Those are the things that you want your employees to be saying and feeling now with the increase in mental health and some of the challenges that I see in the workplace every day. I'm very, very committed to making sure that this is accessible and it's something that leaders can get and start building. So one of the situations I coached today uh, in the class was a lateral coaching opportunity. So in a lateral coaching opportunity, this leader needed to coach a peer, not a subordinate. See, it's interesting that most people forget that coaching is not, um, really, it's a powerful, it's not just one way to to interact. It's a powerful way to handle all levels of relationship. It can be used to manage and coach up. So this is where you have senior leaders who are off their game, not getting it, not being self-aware, not participating, not meeting your needs as a mid-level leader. You can coach up. If you're a senior leader, you have a board, you have an executive, you need to coach up. That's a really great strategy. If you are a a teenager at home and you need to coach your parents, it's still the same strategy. So coaching up is coaching those with more power and influence than you do. It's also a great way to coach laterally. So that's where you're coaching uh, a peer. You're coaching someone who has the same level of power and authority as you do in the organization. And then, of course, you can coach your subordinates and team members. So these are people who report to you, people who you have power over in the organization. So it really gives you a 360 approach to conversation, dialoguing, and having more influence in those relationships. And that's the goal here is increasing your influence in 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 that 360 way right being able to have influence with your peers uh you know laterally coaching because sometimes we have colleagues and we're kind of like what are they smoking 
What are they on? What did they drink this morning when they get up for breakfast? How could you make this decision? Now, you can't say that to your colleague because one of the reasons why we're using coaching is it's a powerful way to increase collaboration and engagement and enhance working relationship. So we want to be able to bring to awareness of those we work with, whether superior, subordinate, or laterally, that we are seeing something. So while most people are stuck in that single loop where, you know, I see this and this problem, I'm just going to fix it. You may be already at a double or triple loop learning style and you're saying, hey, I see this problem. It's requiring us to be more, <laughs> more zealous. And so here, what are you seeing? What are you, you want to have those conversations, but you can't have it in a demeaning way and you can't have it in a way that's going to shame the other person. So it's very important to have a coaching conversation and engage in a coaching strategy. So those are some powerful ways. When we talk about relational, we know that one of the things that we have to empower power and employee in the workplace now is relational currency. And I will continue to talk about it because relational currency is what we have. That's how we compete with artificial intelligence. I mean, AI is, everything is automated. There's lots of stuff that we're automating right now. And relationships are the only thing that we can't automate. We're still humans and we're social beings and we need to connect and we need to up our games. We need to be that leader that is so relational that the, your department will just last because you know what? This person is doing so good. They're excelling. Their, their team is, is connected. And, and so you're going to last, right? It's relationship. That's the new currency, folks. So some what we were doing in the class today, the goal was to create an action step for a colleague to help create change. But the change was desired by one person. So in this instance, you're seeing the need for change, but the other person isn't seeing the need for change. You have to remember that you are going to see things differently from others in the workplace all the time. It doesn't mean that they're bad, they're stupid, or you're better than them, or you're smarter than them. It's that's ego making us think that way. So coaching is an egoless process. And so we want to have those conversations without blaming and without shaming. While this person had seen this issue and it was clear to us, like, this is, this is a process issue. This should be simple. Like, why isn't this activating? Well, I don't know. But she hadn't asked the other person, well, why don't you do this? So now she was struggling because obviously what happens when we see something and it becomes frustrating, it's taking time from us, it's causing us stress. We now are from a place of stress. And when we're in a place of stress, it's harder to have those impactful conversations. So we get all worked up and we're finding, you know, I can't say this because if I say this, this is what it's going to sound like. And we know it's not going to be a collaborative. It's going to be, it's, it may lead to a combative process. And we don't want to get into a combative relationship with our colleagues because we want to stay relational. So that's another cue on where you're going to use um, coaching because we don't know if the person was okay with the status quo or just didn't even know. And sometimes you could find that she approached that person and say, oh man, this is so simple. I don't know why we hadn't done it before. 
Or you can say, I've been asking these guys to do it, but they haven't. So I'm so glad you bring it. Now I can say. So there are many, many things that we don't know when we open up that conversation. It's always a, a journey. So since the goal was to get the other person to see the problem and get them on board to helping change the situation, it was important for the leader to communicate their perspective collaboratively without blaming or shaming. So when you do that, you can win the other person over to your side because you are engaging them. You're dialoguing with them. You're negotiating. You're sharing your perspectives. You're sharing your why. You, you're putting forward your case and you're inviting their perspective, their thoughts, what they think about it, which is so respectful. One of the things that we teach you, you, you learn automatically in this program is respect, right? So if it sounds like this is negotiation or it is, right? In, in coaching, any given coaching conversation, you get to practice a multitude of soft skills. Coaching in itself, I believe, is a brilliant way to learn and up-level a multitude of soft skills at once. Most people don't seem to notice that. They see coaching and they say, oh, I want to become a coach. But actually, as a leader who has to influence others, move people, you need to understand these soft skills. And coaching puts it in a package that's accessible, that's doable, that connects with biology and makes it executable. So you, if you stay within the coaching framework, you are able to have powerful relational conversation. So the process of relational leadership coaching engages the leader in thinking about ways to improve their relationship while getting things done. So it's not one or the other. You know what, oh Joyce, I'm, I'm tired of just thinking about the relationship. We don't get anything done. It is both. That's what makes it so effective. It's like putting things on steroids. You're killing many birds with one stone, if you know what that metaphor means, right? So you are getting things done. It requires you to negotiate and to use several skills at once to effect change. The change you want to see without beating others on the head, without name calling, without embarrassing and shaming others. So I want to highlight 10 skills that you are sure to enhance in any given coaching conversation. If you don't yet have coaching as a strategy in your organization, it's absolutely about time to get it in there because this is the way to promote psychological safety in the workplace. It is the way to have your leaders engage with your employees. Employees, when we're facing the... the the, the barrage of issues that we're facing post-COVID-19, the, um, the loneliness, the isolation, the uh, mental health, the, uh, all the, the diseases and, and autoimmune diseases and all the different challenges that employees are coming to work with on a daily basis, whether they're working from home. If you're going to have a team where people are working um, remotely as well as at work, in the office where you're going to have that split you need to use, utilize coaching so you can package your soft skills. It's like putting your soft skills on steroids. That's what coaching essentially does. So here are the 10 skills that you're 
absolutely bound to using any given coaching for this conversation. So we look at self-awareness. This is the ability to be aware of your own feelings, assumptions, judgments, and biases. Too often I have been part of conflict situations where that person is just completely not self-aware and it bugs me. It's one of my pet peeves. And so I want to encourage you to become self-aware self-aware of your own assumptions, your judgments, your feelings, your biases. Leaders will tell me, oh, I'm not mad at that person. You are bloody mad at them because you just treated them like they didn't mean anything. So be aware of your feelings. We, it doesn't mean that you have to become your feeling because I tell you that more over and over again in self-mastery, but be aware of what you're feeling and then tell yourself, okay, I'm feeling this, but I'm not going to let this govern my action or my way of thinking. That is what I want you to do. Curiosity, the ability to consider what the other person knows. You know what? We assume that we are the only one who have information. Other people are walking around with tons of information, but it's buried in their subconscious. So as curiosity, we are curious about what does that person know? What and how are they thinking? What are they aware of? And you get to ask those questions. It's so fabulous, right? Curiosity in that questioning. Communication, the ability to share your thoughts, your needs, and your interests clearly and impactfully. Like, you know, so you can have impact. So the person can see that this means something to you. Negotiation, the ability to collaborate, value others' perspectives, and meet mutual needs and interests. Because that's what you're doing. Every exchange is practically a negotiation. We negotiate all the time. Listening. Oh, this is such an important one. The the ability to listen to more than what they say with the words, but also the hidden meanings, right? We sometimes miss this in our communication cue because we're so waiting for our turn to share our point of view. We miss the communication cue. So we have to remember that. And then understanding the ability to understand the other person's perspective without a need to thwart it. We don't have to, I don't have to thwart your idea to feel good about myself. That's ego. It's about saying, okay, so you saw it this way. I was wondering what else it could be, or have you thought of another possibility or perspective? Amazing. Conversation, the ability to engage in and converse in an egoless dialogue without the need to judge or blame. That is so important. And then, of course, feedback, the ability to give feedback that is relevant to what is being discussed, not just airy fairy. Okay, feedback that, okay, so I see this. What do you think we need to do? What would be the first action? What could we do in the next seven days to change this situation? And then, of course, patience. Trust me, I'm learning this too. Patience, the ability to let the other person figure out what they want and build their courage to state it. Sometimes we know what we want, but we're terrified to say it, especially at work where people pounce on us. So it's very important to have that patience. So these are the 10 skills and this is just a little uh, a speck in the skills that you are going to learn in coaching and you're you will learn and you'll be able to execute and put in a package and 
and just stay in coaching and get things done and move people and maintain those relationships, promote psychological safety in your workplace. If you're interested in learning any of these skills, I'm offering a free course. So I'm offering a free course. Go to coachvelocity.com and get the free course there. And you just sign up for the free course and you will start getting the, you'll get an email with the coupon that will allow you to purchase the course. So you get a coupon to buy the course, you know, LMS, and you can use that and start getting a feel of coaching, get a handle on it, start understanding what I'm talking about. Sometimes you have to experience it to see. So I, I'm very excited for you with that. I, I'm really providing this to my readers and listeners who are curious about accelerating their relational skills. Because as we quickly transition from reward work, right, to have um, where we're going to have the, the hybrid workplaces, we are going to have to uh, change the way we communicate and how our relationships, because that's what we're going to be working on. As a leader, your relationship is what you have. That's, that's, your, that's your, your tool and you need to enhance it. So if you're curious about the relational leadership coaching, I'm also dropping the link in the um, in the summary here for you. So go ahead, uh, go there. You'll find more information on the relational leadership coaching. If you want to bring it to your organization, for your workplace, for your team, uh, it's a great time to start thinking about it as you plan your, your summer, as you plan your fall and winter training. Uh, take a look at that and and go ahead and uh, contact us and, and we'll help you. Because, you know, we, we have to move with... Uh, what's happening in our environment we need as leaders you need to stay you need to keep your skills up to date you need to you need to be engaged and you need to be able to meet the needs on the ground what's happening right now the world has around us has changed and what you did last year is not going to serve this year so you have to up your game so thanks for being here. I hope you rock. I hope you're rocking as a leader. You're, you're moving your people. You're building relationships. You're being successful because I'm here to provide you with the support, the, enga the engagement, the, the championing, and acknowledge you even just for listening to this podcast. So go ahead now, download the course, start working on the coaching course, start improving your skills, start start improving and building up and, and showing up those uh, soft skills and interpersonal skills that you do. And um, let's get you ready to face the realities, the new realities of the workplace that are coming up really quickly that we have no control over. Hey, COVID came, we had no control over. It came, bam, and everything was shut down. And so right now we're moving with the vaccine, uh, having such amazing results. We're moving quickly to a place where we can come back to some kind of hybrid model or back to work or something or maintain some remote work. So Things are definitely going to change. It's not going to go back to exactly the way it was. And so you as a leader has to change your skills up level and get yourself ready. And as well as, you know, your senior leaders are going to be doing the same thing as well. Um, they're having needs and you're probably going to need to do more coaching up, more lateral coaching, all of these. So where can you, how can you get yourself ready to support those you lead and those around you? 
This is Tracy Dennison, and I'm just so excited to bring you another week of learning and development as we work on that relational currency. Take care and be well. Have a great week. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.